one, one, two. Check me out right here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Tuesday evening, just getting back from the Wells Fargo Center where the Philadelphia 76ers lost 122-119 to to the Cleveland Cavaliers in overtime in their final group stage in-season tournament. And I believe that this means that the Sixers are eliminated from further advancing into the in-season tournament. So, you know, let's get into this. I mean, this is, you know, a loss that without Donovan Mitchell, you'd like to think that the Sixers would have pulled through and won. But um, I... You know, I thought that the Sixers seemed to think that, in my opinion, with a game against the Minnesota Timberwolves looming tomorrow, and the Timberwolves have been pretty good in the um, in their portion of the season thus far, it seemed like the Sixers were content with just winning the one-on-ones and not really running their offense. I didn't see a lot of um, offense, uh, offense being ran through Embiid. It just kind of felt like all they were trying to do was just go one-on-one against the Cavs. And I just thought that, you know, they turned it over. They tried shooting the three ball way too much. And when it wasn't working, they just continued and continued and continued to shoot it, even though shots just weren't falling. And that's why they found themselves in such a hole um, against Cleveland. You know, I, I thought that Shooting 11 for 35 from beyond. Um, And I don't exactly have the numbers here, but in the first half, it was far, far more than that. Um, I was not thrilled with the turnovers, 14 turnovers, and the Cavs scored 23 points off turnovers. Um, Sixers missed too many layups, you know, just right underneath. I mean, that one there by... Maxi that just hung on there for forever, just dropped off there in overtime that would have given the Sixers the lead. Um, then there was, you know, I think uh, Embiid there, and this wasn't a layup, but he should have driven final seconds of the of regulation. He doesn't drive, and he instead goes for a step-back jumper. I mean, he was getting fouled every single time. Now, granted, I think that he may have known that he wasn't going to get the call in such a big moment of the game, but... You know, just uh, just a shame. And then the the rebound discrepancy. I mean, fifty eight to forty four, um, or fifty six rather to forty four. You know, the Cavs were just so much better on the boards, and a lot of that was because Batum was injured. And I thought, and I think that tonight showed the importance that having Kelly Oubre Jr. on your team, because I really thought that a lot of the situations that they were thrown in would have been different if Cali Oubre would have been available. Unfortunately, um, you know, they had to go really small there when Batum got into foul trouble. I mean, DeAnthony Melton, Tyrese Maxey, and Patrick Beverly on the floor at the same time is not ideal, especially which means that now Tobias Harris is now expected to play a power forward position, something he's not used to. And then, you know, you've got Maxey kind of in that small forward role kind of where he's he's on the wing it just it, it was just weird defensively and um I mean I didn't mind having Pat Bev out there 
I thought he brought a lot defensively because the Sixers eventually really started coming to life um, as a defense. But it was just too too little too late, I felt like. And then in the first half, I mean, they just couldn't buy a bucket. It felt like there was a lid on top of that rim. I mean, it was ridiculous. But, you know, I, I thought Embiid 32-15, and Maxi had 30. Tobias Harris had, gave you a solid 23, but no one else stepped up. I mean, you were, you know, Beverly hit that clutch uh, floater that, you know, tied him at 110. No one else was stepping up for this team. Someone had to step up without having Ubre there as your fourth option or a, a guy off the bench. I mean, DeAnthony Melton wasn't exactly doing much. Um, I, you know, I didn't think. Batum, I you know he got into foul trouble. Robert Covington, I mean, aside from you know making one three, that's about all he did. And I thought you know on the defensive end he did some things. He had two steals, but they couldn't capitalize off of it. I mean that was you know the big issue. That bench had to come had to come out. I mean you know I have no idea what they were expecting to get out of Marcus Morris when. He's just not even, I mean, they're not even really playing the guy. I mean, I don't really know what they expect out of him when they can't get anything going at this moment. I mean, I I just think that bench is just not gelling right now. And I think part of that, too, obviously comes with Oubre being out. So, you know, hopefully he can can come back and and soon. I mean, you know, you saw him out there um, shooting around a little bit. Hopefully he'll be... Good to go, and I mean that's you know great sign to see. Um, but if I'm guessing, I'm gonna say probably about another week before he's gonna be able to go back out there. Um, but that is still great to see, you know. And um, yeah, I mean, you need someone to step up, and it just hasn't happened right now. No one is really taking on any type of a role, um, you know, as that as that next guy. I mean, Paul Reed, haven't seen him really do much of anything so far this season. I'm kind of waiting for B-Ball Paul to come to life. Um, same with Robert Covington. Kind of thought he would be, he would offer you some better minutes. Nicholas Batum, I mean, he got into foul trouble, you know, had five five fouls, and, and he only got to play 27 minutes. I think that was an issue. But, you know, the one thing that I didn't love that we did, and it goes right back to what I'm saying about you know, not playing team basketball. Towards the end, they did. But there was a certain point where Jared Allen got in foul trouble. I have no idea why they weren't going to Embiid in the post. I mean, why not? Why not get him in post position? I mean, I get it. And if they're doubling him, then someone's got to be open around. And it just felt like then they couldn't hit their shots. It's like, you know, you got to make those open shots. They had opportunities. They had looks. They just simply put, just couldn't knock them down, and that has to happen. But at the same time, you've got to be able to work some type of an offense there. They were doing that through Embiid a lot throughout the first portion um, of the season. I'd like to see them try and get that going. You know, at some point. I mean, what ticks me off though is we got a back-to-back. The scheduling this year sucks. I mean, I remember at a certain point the Sixers. You know, I feel like this is the first time I've seen us have multiple back-to-backs in a season. 
And I feel like I rarely ever see us have back-to-backs now. But all of a sudden, we're having back-to-backs the first month into the season? I mean, what the heck? The NBA scheduling sucked this year. And this end-season tournament has made it look that much worse. Because that's why you're seeing all these back-to-backs. You can't have that crap. I have no idea why it is. But they've got to figure out a better way. If they're going to continue this to schedule these games without having back-to-backs where now the Sixers have to travel halfway across the country to Minnesota. Are you kidding me? Ridiculous. Um, And I thought the officiating tonight stunk too. I mean, not that that's the sole reason the Sixers lost the game. But I feel like every time the Cavs went down the floor, they were getting calls. If we put a finger on them, we'd, you know, we'd get something against us when it was the other way. Nothing was called. Ridiculous. Um, but, you know, we also didn't take advantage of when we did get calls, getting to the free throw line. Missed too many darn free throws. And Bede has struggled at times at the free throw line now all of a sudden. Last two years. I mean, you know, I have no idea why that is. Because before he wasn't struggling like that from the free throw line. But he's got to get get it going from that standpoint. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the 610 podcast. We'll be back on sometime um, soon talking um, about the Sixers. I, you know, will have to look at the schedule. Dates TB, TBD there. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time and have a happy Thanksgiving.